genre. Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Dogma one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 30, quite possibly the greatest 16 Candles Minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And Brian, he had to deploy, unfortunately. He had Where's to Brian at? He's here when we don't want him here. He leaves when we need him. <laughs> He's unreliable, this guy. Typical. Typical. Yeah, yeah. Typical. <laughs> we told him there was... There was some hard work that was going to involve a lot of reading, and he disappeared. <laughs> he said hard work he was up for. Reading, not so much. Yeah, he said he had a bad experience with 16 Candles and ran out of here. I don't well, know and speaking of work, we start off the minute with uh, Bartleby going, what work? And just totally shitting on Loki. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you set a couple fires. <laughs> He's like, set a couple fires. He's like, man, I ran down sulfur. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, that would be worse. Yeah. You would think. I mean, unless it's just sulfur that's not on fire. Like, you just can like, rain down big, matches and wouldn't big, burn them. Just, just big clumps of sulfur. <laughs> yeah, match heads. It just rained down a bunch of matches. Like, nobody, nobody light a fire. Nobody pull out one of those strikers while they're falling either, because you're going to be in trouble. But. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, it went great for them. But, like, is that what he thinks of him? That he's he was like the angel of death, and he's like, dude, you rain down... You know, you mad you start a couple fires. I love that they start arguing like a couple of buddies. You know, like fuck you, man. Yeah. You know how hard that was. Yeah. And then I think there's a cutback to Jeff Anderson right there. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he does. Yeah. Okay, I'm sure. And he's like, you know what, buddy? Fuck you. (laughs) Anymore, I'm gonna pack a match and get set on fire. When he says it's the biggest, most exhausting activity one can engage in besides soccer. I don't know. I feel like if you made this today, you might change that to like CrossFit. Yeah, maybe. Although, uh, if you've ever played soccer, it, it can be quite a test of endurance. Uh, you know, in my endurance in playing it, or my endurance of having to watch it. <laughs> we played like choose-up games as kids playing soccer and stuff, but watching it is cr- like it looks tiring. They're just running back and forth. Back yeah, and forth, it's not like back and forth. it's not kids running, and it's not. It's yeah. You just you just like that guy has been running for forty yeah. minutes. That guy hasn't touched the ball once in this game, but he's ran 80 miles in this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize how much running there was till I joined a – it was only ho- – it was ice – not ice hockey. It was hockey, but it was street hockey. You played on feet, and it's when I was mm-hmm. like 30. And that was the point I realized like, oh, I, I never played where I had to run like the whole time. Right. So what would happen was if I played defense, a guy would get it across the midline, the red line, and flip it down, and I'd have to chase after it. And eventually people realize, like, oh, if you just do that over and over and over again, eventually the defensemen will kill themselves because, like, you have to keep running and running and running and running. And it's just – it's very tiring. Is that the point you realize that what you thought we were, when you were a kid was right? 30 is pretty old. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is a lot of running. <laughs> yes. And I also realized that most of the time I played hockey growing up. I played on a place that was much smaller than the actual, like, regulation size rink. I played on tennis courts and stuff like that that were smaller. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I was only running, like, you know, it was two-thirds the size of this. Yeah, yeah, that little third is a big deal, too. Well, and it's definitely worse because sometimes the game will slow down a little bit. But, like, if you say you run all the way up on an offensive play and then the ball goes back the other way and now you've got to run after it. Yeah. Yeah, that's not so good. That's my daughter played field hockey uh, two, last year or two years ago. And that's what they did, too. They just ran up and down, up and down. Like, I don't even know what's going on with that sport. That sport was a little crazy. 
Well, that and that one, you can't like hit the ball in the air and like, but like they're they nail each other though. Like it's rough. Yeah, but they're like calling penalties. I had no idea what was going on. Like, you're is that what it was? They weren't allowed to hit the ball in the air. The ball can't go in the air. You can't raise. I think the stick can't come off the ground. If I remember correctly, in field hockey, they were calling stuff on every play. They every play was stopped by a whistle when I was watching it the one day. Yeah, it's like watching NBA basketball. <laughs> Oh, so the other day, you would have been proud of me. The other day, uh, my wife had like a blue outfit on, and she's like, I can't let anybody see my socks, right? So I'm like, why? What's wrong? So she pulled up, and she had a red sock on. I said, just tell everybody you're from Boston. <laughs> That's a sports <laughs> joke, Jeff. I had a sports yeah. joke. Oh, good work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were going to football. I thought you were going to say because she was car chilling and her foot was bleeding. Oh, and I go deeper. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you went too deep. Now I'm not. I'm not I, I was going further. I was going to say I know all about football, so you could yell, "That's baseball, you idiot!" But it didn't work. So sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, inexplicably, after the soccer comment, that's when it cuts back to Jeff Anderson's face, and he looks appalled. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I guess because he's appalled about like the Sodom and Gomorrah talk, but I would just think they were bullshitting me or that they were crazy. Yeah, yeah. Something they came in to make fun of me is what they're doing. I would think. Like, where's the video camera at? Because you guys are just being assholes. Yeah, and after all that, he takes the largest gun that's sitting there. Um, we'll see it later, but I'm almost positive it's a, it's a Desert Eagle or a Desert Eagle knockoff. Does that surprise you at all that he took the biggest? Like he was almost sick with that little tiny gun. Well, he was he was all about the the presentation. He wanted to yeah, be yeah. able to like show how big his gun was, so to speak. <laughs> Which then we break into some whistling. Yes. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Let's see. Ah, right on. Nailed it. You were right on the money. You nailed it. I'm proud of you. <laughs> so, fun fact, I whistled that a lot and had yeah, no I idea like, where I was getting it from. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I feel like I have whistled that for some reason. Like, I'll do it at work sometimes. I'll, whist- I'll do that whistle. And, like, so I'm sitting there thinking, all right, I don't think I got this from Dogma. Uh, this is Magic Moments, by the way, by Perry Como. Yeah. Who is basically, like, he was like, um, not salt. What would it be? Um. Not a maybe like a crooner would be what you would call him. Not even Kinda, that. Yeah. That even that seems a little too a uh, little too tough for him. <laughs> it's like you think he's like, he's, he's like a deep like, um, type or like easy a... like he's like easy listening. He's like a step below those guys. Okay, like because he never brought it up any. Like he was Perry Como was one of the ones they mentioned. If you ever saw Good Morning Vietnam, yeah, where they had stuff they were allowed to play and stuff they weren't allowed to play. Perry Como was one of the ones they were allowed to play. Okay, they were allowed to play because well, it was low and ju- slow. Just from looking this up before we came in on this podcast, uh, Perry Como's got 9,000 albums. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so somebody liked them at some time. Yeah. Well, and Magic Moments is like, it, it's a pretty good song, but I think I figured out what I know it's from. So I looked up other uses, you know, other things that it appeared in. Um, it's a bunch of crap you've never heard of. And then the Perry Como version is featured in the 1998 film Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas when Raul arrives at a Vegas hotel where Dr. Gonzo is located. I, that is not in the where I know it from. It's also in Alex Hola Ahava in 1986. No. Oh, you know, know from that one? You know Dogma, 1999. Uh, this is what I know it from. Police Academy, 1984. Yeah. That's that where I got it now. from. Now that you say it, I do remember it in Police Academy. Yeah. So that's where I'm getting the whistling from because that's what I heard it from and I got the whistle from it. It's also in Two Weeks Notice, Bridget Jones, The Edge of Reason, and Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Wow. It's in all the movies? Um, it's it also... Background music in 1998 HBO miniseries from the Earth to the Moon in a one segment. 
It sucks and, that Brian left because he was going to sing that for us on this episode too. <laughs> he was going <laughs> to sing magic moments. Yeah, he was going to sing magic. He promised to sing magic moments. I think he got a little nervous. That's why he left. All right. Well, maybe well, we'll bring him back at the end of the season. He can sing magic moments. <laughs> maybe, oh, I think the problem was he. We said magic moments. He thought it was magic Mike, and he showed up with a speedo on, and he felt a little embarrassed. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! You're not really filling out that speedo too well. <laughs> Why do you look like a Ken doll? <laughs> He's going to be so happy he came on this week. I told him I wouldn't talk about him either when he left. So. <laughs> well, he knew that was a lie. <laughs> um, so go, uh, perfectly juxtaposed with the music of the whistling is it cuts to Jay and Silent Bob's feet and they're tapping him on the ground like they're like super excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because for some reason, even though she never said yes, Jay still thinks he's going to have sex with her. Well, I think just the fact that she's spending any time with them, he immediately thinks that's going to lead to sex. So I think that's what he always thinks, though. Right. Well, that's... So she realized they were what she thinks is the prophets and then decided to take them to a diner? I guess so. <laughs> right? That's it. Now, what, I wish I knew what diner Well, did she was. take them to a diner because... Um, they're from Jersey, so she assumed that's where they'd feel. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. They were like, "Let's. Where can I take Jersey guys?" Um, I know this diner and it has pork roll around the corner. They may call a teller him. I'm not sure, <laughs> but it's, it's definitely pork roll. <laughs> it's pork roll. Yeah, so they're they're super excited, and, and Jay would Jay asked the the question of, "Do you have a friend for Silent Bob, or he's going to do us both?" If so, I want to go first. I don't like sloppy seconds. So, going back to what we said earlier in the week, apparently Jay needs to go first in the batting order. Oh, I also assume even if they both uh, were going to have sex with some woman in a fucking world where that might happen, you know Jay's going to be like, and be done. <laughs> yeah. And it's not that Bob's going to go in there and like do like some hour and a half uh, Kama Sutra powerful lovemaking. And then she's going to be like, wow, that was worth it. So, like, you know, I had to suffer through Jay, but at least I had my experience with Silent Bob. So I looked up the diner, and all I can find that it's one third. It's Laverne's Diner, one thirteen Main Street, but it doesn't say where. It doesn't one thirteen Main Street <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Somewhere Main Street, USA. Maybe it's in Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> the prophets say to John, he, "Yeah, it says they're on their, uh, tell they tell Bethany about their fruitless journey to find Sherman Illinois. That's it. All right, it's in Pittsburgh. Okay." I think. Pretty it. sure. Laverne's Diner, Pittsburgh, PA, 113 Main Street. I just and know. I was and, in, they, and they shot this in Pittsburgh, so it makes sense. I was in the Berlin Diner in New Jersey here, and they have pictures of Ben Affleck all over the wall. I'm wondering if it's from Jersey Girl then, because apparently he was in there. Yeah, because they, they shot that around here. Okay, so the Berlin Diner, yeah. You know who else was on the wall in there? The Iron Sheik was on the wall. In the wall. And um, uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooker's picture was on the wall. I don't know if they took that one down or not. <laughs> <laughs> They took it down, or it just it took it down and it fell on another picture and killed it. <laughs> it threw a picture off the wall, and they had to. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Anyway, but, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, brother. <laughs> um, so this is one of those times where her understated uh, line of delivery actually works. Where he says that, and she's like, "You're a man of principle." And it kind of cuts back to them, and they're both like still pretty excited. And she points out the obvious that Jersey's pretty far from McHenry. Why are you here? <laughs> yeah, what are you? I think we spoke about that in the last minute too. Like, what are you doing here? Why are you? Because we thought they were in Red Bank, but then it turns out they were in Illinois. Just they were morons. I mean, it has nothing yeah, to do yeah. with the. It never makes you think that in the movie. We're just stupid. Yeah, well, it looked like Red Bank to me. I don't. Even though I've never been to Red Bank, but it looked like. I like Red Bank. <laughs> and then, and then Jay says something you don't hear much in polite conversation. Some fuck John Hughes. 
<laughs> and then he gets a look from Silent Bob like he's going to stab him in the head. <laughs> and, she's, and she's like, 16 candles? He's like, you know him too? <laughs> Would that be your John Hughes pull? If somebody said John Hughes, is that the first movie that comes to your mind? I'm drawing a blank right now anyway. 16 candles, yes. But what else is there? Uh, Breakfast Club, is that John Breakfast Hughes? Breakfast Club. Um, um, uh, now I'm doing as bad as he... Because I'm trying to remember which ones he directed and which ones he just wrote. Because he also right. wrote Home Alone. He wrote Uncle Buck. Uh, yeah, direct Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ferris Bueller's Day Off is a good pull. Yeah. Go check out Ferris Bueller's Minute Off on Dolan Genre. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to see what are considered the actual John Hughes movies. 16 Candles is a big one, though. Because he wrote a bunch of shit even after he stopped like doing stuff. Yeah. Um, this is... What is this listed? This is his filmography, for whatever good that is. Animal House, National Lampoon's Vacation. I think he wrote both of them. 16 Candles, European Vacation, Weird Science, Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Some Kind of Wonderful, Plane, Trains, and Automobiles, Christmas Vacation, Home Alone. That's a pretty good fucking run right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, this is where it gets a little sloppy after that, because I said that it's only the lonely Curly Sue, which I believe was his last director movie. Is that Jim Belushi? I think it is, yeah. I think it is, too. And then other movies that I, th- I guess he wrote these, Home Alone 2, Dennis the Menace, Baby's Day, or Home Alone 2, he might have just got a you know a credit because he made the movies. Yeah. Dennis the Menace, Baby's Day's Out, Miracle on 34th Street, 101 Dalmatians, Flubber Just Visiting, and Newport South. Yeah. But I think he was kind of tapped out a little bit by then. At, at some point, it seems like people just you know check in and check out. Like, they're not really working anymore. They made their money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Some of it is like I think some people can like do it forever, and some people are like, yeah, I, I, I did the ten stories that I had. I'm done. Yeah, I mean, Sixteen Candles is a, is a good pull. I think I feel like Sixteen Candles works. Well, it's definitely a, a John Hughes type movie. I've yeah. and I will say now, uh, how many times? What, what John Hughes movie have you seen the most of those ones we just named? Although oh, not Vacation, without a doubt. Yeah, I've seen a lot of those. I've realized when we went through that list, I've seen all of those movies a lot of times. I've seen Sixteen yeah. Candles a bunch too. Because right. as I've mentioned multiple times on here, like if we had a movie in rotation at my house, you just watched it because it was watch that or watch nothing. Well, the, and also we were, it was either on a DVD or, or VHS even DVD. or on TV. <laughs> and when something would come on TV, they'd replay it for cable. Like if something was on HBO that month, it was on HBO for the whole month. Now, I watched 16 Candles from the time we had it on VHS. So I'm assuming it's about a year or so after it's in the theater. So we're talking 85, 86. So I'm all five or six years old watching 16 Candles. <laughs> you probably shouldn't have been watching. Having no idea what half the stuff they're talking about is. Like the first time I, I know for a fact the first time I watched it when he said something about her being on her period, I had no idea what it meant. Yeah, that's and bad. like there's so much shit in there they talk about where like it took like multiple viewings to be like, oh, <laughs> like they steal her underwear at one point and that meant nothing to me. I was like, why would you do that? Like except for like stealing, it's just funny. Right, ha, 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 funny, yeah. But, like, not understanding any of the implications behind it. And they were talking about, like, they need to go out there and they need photographs. And, like, I'm like, I don't get any of this that's going on. <laughs> yeah, you're a little young to be subject yeah. to that. I mean, there was so much other shit in it that's funny. Like, and yeah. remember, I'm watching that movie, and the first five minutes, there's a full-on naked woman. Right. Like, they show that girl taking a shower. And I don't mean, like, they just show it for a second. There's a long, loving look at her. Yeah, she takes a shower. She takes a shower in that movie. In like real time. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he mentions that there's there's tits in that movie. He does mention that. Yeah. Of course there is. It's an eighties movie. It was almost <laughs> all eighties movie. Dave or like it had to be. I feel like it's less now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 
because now you got to almost have a reason why you're doing it. Right. Right. It, I mean, you can do it for comedy still, just for like you know the airplane version of like just whoa, random boobs running through the screen. But like yeah. you're supposed to have a reason at this point. I also feel like they'll put it on like regular TV at some point, as long as there's a reason, you know. Well, I mean, if you're getting boobs on regular TV, it's it's probably like you know some hard hitting documentary or something. It's not yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's not for titillations fact. I think I mentioned it before. The first time I ever seen boobs on regular TV was on Channel Twelve. They were playing the Doors movie, and they didn't cut it. But it was like midnight on regular TV. <laughs> you were like, I don't know if I can get my pants down this fast. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this is the same place I watched Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they're still teaching me things. <laughs> Thank you, public access. Thank you so much. <laughs> I love that Jay's so pissed at John Hughes and not at Silent Bob for some reason. He's like, yeah, that's his whole review of 16 Candles. Not bad. There's tits in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome so if you've ever seen 16 candles it's your i hate to say typical because it's better than those of like it's a coming of age blah blah blah. basically they forget her birthday her 16th birthday because the sister's getting married which talk about another thing i didn't catch till much later of like that her older sister is a piece of shit is like a fucking like messed up pill head the whole weekend and is marrying a complete douchebag and forgets her sister's birthday yeah but, like, if you watch that movie again, she's marrying a guy who's, like, she's got to be, what, 18, 19, maybe? And the dude's, like, 30. <laughs> yeah, he's a lot older than she is. Yeah. He's the guy. He's the janitor from um, Breakfast Club that she's marrying. Is it really? Yes. I don't even remember. Oh, my God. He's also one of the guys in the club in Weird Science, I think. Oh. I think he's yeah, the one yeah, that yeah. says. I think he is, too. Calls him Malakas. And he's, like, they. Uh, what did he say to him? Like, well, what can I say? Women love Malakas, Dino. <laughs> Now, point it out if I'm wrong, but I think that's a pretty good pull from just doing that off the top of my head of some random actor. Yeah, that is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, and there's uh, – I've seen this rewatched a couple times by like, you know, like people that are reviewing it or something. And anybody watching it now all says the same thing. Like when it gets to the long duck dong who's in it, yeah. the yeah. the uh, the stereotype comes to live with yeah, them. They- and they're all like, wow. <laughs> like, man, the 80s was a different time. It's funny to see it because it's a little cringy, but they did. It is funny as hell when they do. It, it is cringy, but it's like it's not as bad as like because it it almost makes them. He's the way he is, but like it almost makes the other people seem like idiots because of the way they're trying to treat him. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. he gets to bang some some hot girl from the school like that night. Right. Well, that's how they got away with it. They made him an okay character, and everybody else was stupid yeah. around him. <laughs> Yeah, so this is a more of the – there's a lot of funny stuff in it, but this is like the in-between. It's like a half comedy and half tugging at the heartstrings type thing. Yeah, love story kind of thing. I was trying to see. I was looking at the um, thing here to see if I saw what the guy – so see if I was right about that guy to see if he was in all those movies that I said he was. So I just looked it up. His name is John Kapalos. Kapalos? I don't know. Let's go to his filmography and see if Jeff was right. He was in 16 Candles as Rudy. The Breakfast Club is Carl. Weird <laughs> Science is Dino. Nailed it. One more. That's it. You nailed it. You nailed it. <laughs> Holy shit. I had a misspent youth. <laughs> I'm busy trying to look up uh, Long Duck Dong's movie career. <laughs> uh, he was in Gung Ho. I know yeah, that for sure. Uh, a movie called Volunteers. Oh, my God. Uh, he was in a movie called Volunteers, a movie we- called Vamp. Then his next two credits are Mulan and Mulan 2 for Disney. <laughs> Well, he was in his volunteer. Is that the um, the Tom Hanks movie? Is it? 
Yeah, so. yeah, it is. Yeah. 1985 Volunteers, Tom Hanks. I just heard that covered on T. Hanks for the Memories. <laughs> oh, yeah, they just did that one? Yes, yeah, uh, a couple episodes ago. They also had a uh, a Burbs expert on there to cover the Burbs. Did they? Huh. Yeah, they did. Well, since it wasn't you, obviously it was me. (laughs) Well, I was never an expert on that one. (laughs) Oh, yeah, obviously. (laughs) Having re-listened to it, we weren't experts on the movie or podcasting or anything. Uh, Or or, uh, directors or... It was writers. It was writers. It was a writer. We kept calling him a her or vice versa. I will tell you this, though. If you haven't listened to us on the Burbs Minute, uh, we are a little raw at the beginning of it. But there are, especially once we get into it a little bit, there are some amazing lines going through it like (laughs) when that movie really starts ramping up we really start hitting our stride finally (laughs) i haven't re-listened to it i would like to go through and and make it sound a little better maybe throw it in a level later or something but yeah a lot of it's rough in the beginning and i gotta admit i'd say it's more me than you um you can hear my dogs in the background the whole time just like they're outside barking right now i don't know if you can hear them i can't Um, but they're far enough away this time um i also had a tendency to do this Hey everybody, what's going on? And like I wander away from the mic. It, it it was so bad. It felt like I went to go get a sandwich, and I was still Listen, talking. Have, they have to forgive us. We I believe I honestly believe we had laptops and plug-in headphones, and we were using the microphone from our laptops when we did that. Yeah, that I think at some point we got here. mics like a little bit a ways into it. Yeah, like three quarters of the way into it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, do you have anything else about sixteen candles or guns or mm, long duck dong? Or Long Duck Dong. <laughs> I like his name. I do like his name. <laughs> What's a hoppin' hot stuff? <laughs> yeah. Now, I don't want to get in trouble for that, because that is exactly what he says in the movie, and exactly yeah, no, no, how he says it. No, no, that is not your fault. That is not your fault at all. <laughs> that is an exact quote. If we were doing um, Revenge of the Nerds and you yelled hair pie like that, it would have been the yeah. same exact thing. You what know? was the other it's, one that he the says? Exact- the, the one that my sister used to say all the time was... um. Oh, Lake, Big Lake, <laughs> when he crashes their car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a funny movie. <laughs> All right. Are you finished? No. Yeah, I'm finished. I have All right. Enough. Give us our give our plugs since we don't have a no guest. We are the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. You can find us on Facebook at Jay and Bob, uh, not Facebook, Twitter at Jay and Bob Minute, Facebook at the, at the Jay and Silent Bob Quicker Stop, or you can follow us on Twitter at what is it on? I mean, on uh, Facebook, Jeff. Jane. Jane Silent Bob Quicker Stop. No, but there's a there's a Facebook page that people follow too. We've been getting a lot of followers. Jane Silent Bob Minute. Minute? That's yeah. all it is. Okay, there are social medias so far. You can find us on Pinterest and Instagram and uh, I don't know eBay. We're we're on Instagram. <laughs> I don't. I haven't put that much up lately. <laughs> I'm not on Instagram, so I didn't even know we're on Instagram. <laughs> so. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. MySpace. You find our MySpace page. <laughs> AOL, all right, AOL Messenger. Um, that's it. I got nothing else. You got anything else, Jeff? Genesis nineteen twenty four twenty five. Then the Lord rained down sulfur and fire on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of the heavens. Thus he destroyed these cities and the entire plain, including all the inhabitants of the cities and everything that grew on the ground. You got to stop the ones from Genesis. This is the world we live in. Oh, <laughs> and these are the hands we're given. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know what he says after that. I don't know any more of it. <laughs> Something about trying to make this a world worth fighting for. Something that fits. It fits. So. <laughs> <laughs>